Horde of Notions would like to invite Alex Bertoncini, Trevor Humphreys, and Jared Betcher to shuffle their way over to Hearthstone. Good evening and welcome to episode 95 of Horde of Notions. I'm your host, Chris. With me tonight, the two regular hosts. First of all, it's Travis. Hey. And, of course, it's Will. You get a ban and you get a ban and everyone gets a ban. It's like we're Oprah, or at least whoever runs the DCI is Oprah. Do you think in Oprah's spare time, now that she's retired from a daytime talk show, she runs a DCI? According to the internet, she hands out bees. Uh-huh. Well, so does Sadisi Whip, but that's different. Those are hornets. Hornets are different from bees, Chris. No, they're not. Shut up. It's true. No, but seriously, imagine if Oprah ran the DCI. That would be fantastic. Um, sure. Let's go with fantastic. Okay, I'm going to go with fantastic. Congratulations. What isn't fantastic, fantastic, though, is this game of magic that I'm watching. Oh, really? This is just terrible. Yeah, the guy playing is probably terrible. So this has been a pretty busy week for Magic. Um, people getting suspended all over the place and people re- releasing horrible playmats that should never see the light of day. Whoa, 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 what's that? I haven't seen the playmat. You don't need to, really. I want to see the playmat. No, you don't. Yes, do. now, now we do. Uh, uh, no, it's, I'm not going to talk about it. I've talked about it already too much. So I need to go but, back and... Uh, Stalk your comments on Twitter? Uh, no, I'm way too smart to comment this. On Facebook? So, what we are going to talk <laughs> about, though, is brewing and decks and stuff that we've been playing. So you're not going to uh, tell us where to stalk you? <laughs> you know, I have a feeling that that would end poorly for me. So, no, Will, I'm not going to tell you where to stalk me. Funny, that. All right, fine. Let's discuss this magic thing instead. Magic the Gatherings. There's a fire of cavalry. Oh, my God. Please, let's discuss magic. I can't watch any more of this. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So, uh, Travis, what have you been looking at magic-wise? I have been looking at building a Narset deck for modern. Uh, please tell me it's not the one that Travis Wu thinks is good that uh, tries to cast its entire deck on turn one. No, mine does not fold to Relic of Progenitus. Okay. Mine's simply well, like a red-white-blue control that uses Narset to end the game. Like a combo finishes. Is a six-mana spell viable in modern, though? I mean, currency's play. as is Emrakul. Yeah, but in a specific deck that is built to cast them as early as possible. I think in a control deck it can. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is this? Everyone's allowed playing control but me? Everyone's allowed being the fun place but me? Actually, speaking of fun place, do you guys know anyone with Chains of Mephistopheles? I may or may not be playing them in New Jersey. Um, you're a terrible human being. Chains of Mephistopheles is awful. Uh, yeah, I know. That's why I want to play it, to be fun police. Yeah, I don't think you know what fun police is. That's just, just like, judge police. You will be shot by any judge. Are you playing Sylvan Library in that deck, too? Uh, maybe. Oh, dear. That's pretty bad. All right, so talk to us about this deck, Travis. What terrible cards are you putting in your terrible deck? Uh, Lightning Bolt, Rift Bolt. Uh, they're only, they're going to be three Narsets and two Snapcaster Mages are the only creatures. Okay. Uh, Supreme Verdict. Um, the win conditions is going to be um, a couple of uh, a world fire. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. World fire? You've got it. I mean, if you're going to mine desire, you might as well go big. So you uh, either suspend a rift boat and then hit world fire off Narset, or use Narset to get a world fire and a a burn spell at the same time. So you use the Clark oh. Tagam scheme, scheming to set up your draws? Oh my god, I love this deck. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you just say Tagam scheming? Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Travis. Hey, you want a brew? I've got a brew. 
Oh my god, I don't think even I would play this. So, okay, I mean, no, no, it, it has potential to get you completely and utterly wrecked. <laughs> hey, that's so, what you think until it crushes you at F&M. <laughs> I mean, on the bright side, he's not... Wait, is there really a Fury in this deck? No. Okay. <laughs> it has the colors, but no. Oh, my God, the real. No, to be honest with you, stranger things have happened because the self-professed greatest player in our local area, who never loses ever except by bad luck and mana screws, with the best deck in the format, which is obviously Abzan Midrange because nothing beats it, did lose to blue-green Yisan combo yes, on Friday. So anything is possible. Shout out to Extra Balls. Awesome. He was playing blue-green combo? No. He lost to blue-green combo. What is blue-green combo? It's not a combo. It's just Yisan and Kiora's follower. Well, I mean, the deck is just set up like a regular red-white-blue control deck to start with. I mean, you're going to be running um, slot of hand. You're going to be running, like, telling time. Things just fix your draws. Yeah. Um, like, you only want two stamp caster maze because, I mean, if you do hit Tygam scheming, you can sort of double up there. <laughs> well, yes. Snapcaster mage into Tygam scheming does, in fact, allow you to double up. No, you, you tag him scheming that way. If you have a Snapcaster Mage in hand, you can sort of draw two cards at once almost. Travis, please tell me you're trolling. I am not. You I, am, know, I am on a heavy dose of cough medicine, though. Scheming doesn't draw you a card, though, so you're only really drawing one card if you have a Snapcaster Mage. Well, you set up your next draw as well. Like, say you need two Lightning Bolts. You put one on the graveyard, you put one on top. Next turn, you can... I mean, I do like Narset in a red-white-blue control deck as a finisher, because, I mean, the ability to just hit Helix Bolt and deal the last six damage. It's like people are forgetting just how freaking stupid Mind's Desire was. It got banned before the, it was printed. I No, it didn't. I completely agree with you that Mind's Desire was stupid. I agree. Is, you will not find me arguing that. Guys, should we really be calling Magic Cards stupid? But, I thought we were but, a guy who got Travis, but Travis, Mind's Desire never got cast into Worldfire. <laughs> well, you know, wait, it never got cast into Worldfire yet. Don't, all right, don't you think that, like, there's a better thing? Like, I don't know. I mean, you can also just reveal four burn spells and build 12 for the dome and go, hey, good game, bro. Well, that's unlikely. You will hit at least one land. Well, now we have the, uh, the uh, enemy and friendly... Fetch land, so you can run a heavy fetch land mana base to try to dilute your land draws. Explain to me why you're not just running into the infinite and omniscience. Because there, um, you have to hit two of those on top, pretty much. Well, no, if you hit omniscience, yeah, omniscience it's fine. On top. Right, but you have to hit wildfire. I mean, you could just run one of each, right? How many wildfire are you running in this? Two game? wildfire. But, I mean, think about it. That's the only card that cost more than your average red, white, blue control spell cards. Dude, I, I would just much rather run the combo that is known to be disgustingly powerful. Um, can I just ask a judge question for a second? Yes. How does Worldfire win you the game? Well, if you reveal it and Bolt, you reveal it first, then you cast Bolt. Okay, I'm going to ask you again. Or how does that win you the game? Have, say you have a Rift Bolt in hand. Sure. You tack with Narset, reveal Worldfire. Then when you get back to your second main phase, you suspend Rift Bolt and cast Worldfire. Right, but so the only way that this deck can win via Worldfire is if you have a Rift Bolt in hand that you suspend. No, I mean, you could also reveal any burn spell plus Worldfire with Narset. Yeah, but uh, Worldfire is a sorcery. Uh, Narset says until end of turn. So your second main phase, you can cast it. Right, but it doesn't say you can cast it whenever you want. You still have to obey the normal rules for casting a spell. Right, when, yeah. I mean, you could also reveal, I mean, any other number of cards with Worldfire to really set you up, but you're starting back at zero. You reveal, you know, two or three draw spells with uh, Worldfire, and then, you know, you cast Worldfire, you both have absolutely nothing. You draw two or three extra cards, you get your land and your burn spell because you're running eight one-mana burn spells, you're going to win the game before they get a chance to do anything. Okay, but... I uh... Right, but again, like, Worldfire is a sorcery. 
So you have to have a burn spell on the stack resolve after one. want to win it immediately, yes. Pardon? No, you don't have to have it on the stack well. All you have to do is reveal a burn spell and wildfire with Narset. You cast wildfire, it resolves, and then you cast the burn spell. Hey, but this isn't villainous well. Narset is not, you can cast these cards whenever. No, but once they're revealed, you have until the end of your turn to cast them. So Without paying their mana costs. But like, they said you, you still have to follow normal... Right. Uh, you cast Worldfire. After Worldfire resolves, you still have the spell suspended to cast with Narset. With her ability. So if you reveal Worldfire and Lightning Bolt, you cast Worldfire, they go, okay, look, my second action, I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt, okay. Alright, never mind, now I got it. Oh, congratulations. Travis, just do me a favor. Yes. Put Omniscience and Enter the Infinite in the deck. Just one of each. See, that the, the, the reason I don't like that is because then you have to draw two high mana, high mana spells to make it work. No, you don't. You only have to draw one. Once you hit Omniscience, everything else in your deck is free. Right. But then you're still casting one spell at a time until you cast uh, Enter the Infinite. And if you don't find that as a second spell... What happens? Okay, well, what happens if you find Wildfire and not a, da- a burn spell? I'm, pa- I'm going to be packing at least 12 burn spells. The odds of me finding a burn spell are infinitely higher than finding, you know, the second. That doesn't matter. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. What if you don't find one? Well, I can still win with burn spells plus Narsuit. Sure. But then wouldn't you just have been better off not having it in there at all? I don't know. I just think that the proven broken combo, which nobody I heard talking about, in modern, other than a card that is just literally unplayable in every other circumstance. Wait, what do you mean what's un, un, unheard of? Travis was playing three of each in this version. Three omniscience, three Enter the Infinite? Yes. Um, yeah, but you, you preface that with Travis Wu is playing, <laughs> uh, which means that I instantly disregard it completely because I cannot stand that human being. Well, I, I just <laughs> want to try it this way. Far be it for me to to stop someone from trying something. I just, I think it would be better trying it the other way. So it's just regular, you've got like Celestial Colonnade, Path, Bolt, Helix. Um, Supreme Verdict. That seems counterproductive with Narset. Well, you're hoping you only have to attack with her once to win. Sure. Okay. One one of the good things about Narset... Um, at least the, the times I've cast her, is the fact that before you get to do this Mind's Desire, you have all of your mana. So you can go ahead and cast Slot of Hand. You can cast Telling Time and sort of set yourself up. That's one of the reasons I want to do Tiger Scheming. I can dig five deep looking for a good spell to put on top. So you can either set yourself up, or after you attack and you see the four spells that you have, you then still have all of your mana to sort of react with those. So you can cast a free Supreme Verdict and then play something good off the top that you reveal with Narset. Right. I mean, possibly. Unfortunately, you can't hit any other creatures. Right. Well, I mean, like I said, there's only five creatures in the tank. Yeah, but if you if you have to blow up the world with Supreme Verdict, then you can't, like, reset. Like, your opponent's still going to have first kick at that can, right? Know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, but that's going to be the... the, the that's an inherent problem with any control deck, isn't it? Yeah, except for they're not relying on a six-mana creature to do good things. I mean, I can still, like, if I never draw Narset, I can still win with Celestial Colonnades. Yeah, you can, for sure. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I hope it works. I, re- I hope it works. I think the real big right. question is, how do you fit black and green in that deck? You know, that's the, uh, the, other, the other part of the article that I'm writing the fact that if I want to build Narset in standard, black and green are the two best colors for that. Because they have the best, you know, high-priced bombs for her. Mm, I don't, but I think people are building Narset completely wrong. Like, I want to agree with this. If uh, you want to play Narset, uh, playing black and green, maybe red in there as well, would probably be good since you want to cast Narset. I think that's the way to go. I mean, not that I'm biased or anything, but the thing about you're, you're definitely onto something. The thing about Narset Standard is what is when what's your game winner off the top with her? Uh, I mean, I was looking Garuk's Wake, 
um, group prompt, uh, apex hunter. Those are really your best spells, big mana spells in standard. Now, if the next set really does have an Eldrazi something, when we get something huge, um, like a good Eldrazi spell that's not a creature, um, that could also be something we can do. But you you don't have to go huge. And not that's not not, not to get your hopes up or anything, but uh, pretty sure the only Eldrazi spell from uh, Rise of the Eldrazi was all this stuff. No, that was uh, spell. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, but that just sort of sets the precedent for a big Eldrazi spell. There was Eldrazi Conscription. Oh, yeah, it's true. Oh, I guess Eldrazi Conscription would be good, but then you'd have to equip it the next attack. But what I'm uh, what I'm thinking, people don't... You don't have to cast big spells to make Nasset good. You can cast anything to make Nasset good. Oh, I don't disagree. I mean, my first version of the deck, when I tried to keep it red, white, blue, was using Planeswalkers. I mean, you reveal two Planeswalkers off the top of Nasset, and that's freaking backbreaking. Wow. Is it snowing where you are? Actually, it's supposed to in about eight hours. Do you hear any bells? Like, is there a reindeer? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Revealing to... um, It really is a magical Christmas land. I've done that multiple times online. As as someone who loves to control, that was very well set up. Anyway, uh, like, I I know what you're trying to do, and Nasset is a very powerful creature. I just think this is the just absolute wrong way to go about it, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. All right, well, what version of Jund are you playing in standard, uh, modern, uh, whatever the hell format you're playing? Well, I haven't played Jund in, um, when was, like, two weeks before the end of the modern PCQ season? Oh. Well, let's go with I haven't played it since then. Since then... I have played, I've tried the Jeskai Ascendancy combo deck, and while it's really good, uh, the, like, skill that you need to play that deck is to know uh, how to mulligan. Honestly, that right. is the most difficult thing with that deck. If you know, like, the mulligan decisions, then you're good. And uh, to quote Bombar, uh some of us would rather lose than mulligan, and I am in that camp. I absolutely hate mulliganing, and yeah, it's definitely not the deck for me. So instead, I've, I've also been playing the, um, the, the Team Geist list, which is basically an anger deck that I've been enjoying. Well, don't call it a control deck. People get angry when you call it a control deck. No, it's an anger deck. Most of the time, I, I have played, I would say, at least two-thirds of all the Snapcasters that I've played playing that deck have been as Ambush Vipers. Yeah, I love the deck. I play it too, and it's just really, really good. It does obscene things sometimes. <coughs> yeah. Uh, what about uh, standard? What are you doing in standard? Because since you're not brewing in modern, I played uh, Jeskai, Kemba. Ugh, gosh. I know. So, right? like all this blue, white, red. I'm I'm feeling very uh, patriotic if I was an American. So here's a story about me and that deck. I'm playing FNM. I was playing the blue-red deck I spoke about on the last show. Did it start in West Philadelphia? No. On the basketball courts? And I played against this kid who has obviously borrowed the full deck from somebody because it's, like, it's fully tricked out. He's got everything in there. Was just just a, uh, uh, was it actually some kids, or was it some guys that were up to no good? And he goes, turn three, top decks a Mantis Rider, right? I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. And then he goes, so I kill that after it hits me. Then he goes, turn four, top deck's a Mantis Rider, and hits me. I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's, that's fine, that's reasonable. Then he goes, turn five, top deck's a Mantis Rider. And then I manage to anger of the gods. And then he goes, turn six, top deck's a Mantis Rider. I did not win that game. I, I was not uh, expecting you to win that. That was... Losing was the result that I expected of that game. That's pretty brutal. Sometimes, and this is the thing that happened with that deck, which I'll talk about in a minute. Sometimes you lose because your deck is bad. Sometimes you lose because you misplayed. And I hate saying that I lost because of bad luck. But when one opponent does that, and then in the next round you play a guy who goes, 
triple rabble master off the top, I think it's fairly safe to say that that was just bad luck. So, just just before we get to, to your point, you were not moving with your auntie and uncle to Bel Air. Correct. That is very disappointing. So, which version of Jeskai Tempo are you playing? Are you playing? more of a Carlton than a Fresh Prince, Will. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone, man. Well played. Uh, so, I was... Um, uh, I was at a PTQ, uh, where I opened this... Well, I didn't... Oh, actually, no. I opened this ridiculous AdSense pool, which, on the off chance that the guy scrubbed out, which he didn't, he made top eight. But had he, uh, he then also would have had a Sarkin and a Bloodstained Mire to, you know, uh, to wipe his tears with. Uh, but no, the, the AdSense pool had uh, the Elephant, it had Anafenza, it had uh, Ascendancy, and it had Seagrano. It was ridiculous. With, like, all the Outlast dudes or whatnot there. So, it was pretty good. Uh, but I instead got past uh, this sweet pool with Mantis Rider, Rider, Sea Rhino, Wingmate Rock, and nothing else. And I mean that by, like, Wingmate Rock was the best card in the deck based on power uh, and toughness that wasn't Sea Rhino, because I couldn't play Sea Rhino. So I scrubbed out of that. And then I played a... There's a GPT side event going on, but I didn't bring a deck. So someone let me a deck... Uh, and I won the GPT with it, but let's just say the deck was very suboptimal. What what was it? Uh, so, like the the main deck was four Seeker the way four. I, I was able to like find some cards and modify it. Uh, so the main deck was four Rabbit Master, four Seeker the way, four Mantis Rider, uh, four Sarkin, four Dig Through Time, four Magma Jet, four uh, Jeskai Charm, four Lightning Strike. With four Sarkin? Isn't that unusual? Uh, yeah. Uh, considering that the rest of the cards were uh, ranging from god-awful to absolutely terrible, uh, yeah. My side, like, my sideboard had four copies of Grace in it. It had four copies of... What the hell were the cards in? I actually, I actually only board in... I played against a Junk Constellation. Junk Constellation twice. Uh, so I boarded in the, the races, uh, but I didn't touch any other card in the deck. What were the other cards? There were some that were just... It, it, it was not, like, the main deck was kind of sort of like what it was supposed to be, but the sideboard was just absolutely awful. So I played that. But, uh, I, I did, uh, playing for, what was it? The, so I went 3-0, or no, I went 3-1. In the last round, yeah, I went 3-1, and then the last round, my opponent, we could have draw, drew in, but my opponent wanted to play proceeding, so the loser was knocked out. So I won game one really easily, I mulliganed to five in game two, lost that one, and then <laughs> in game three, I kept a hand that had three lands and four rebel masters. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Guess who won that game? <laughs> Oh, that's not even a skill test. It's not. It was so bad. My opponent was so pissed. Oh my god, you should have seen it. It was. was it was. <laughs> it was so great because I played he, after I played the second Ravel Master. Like he was really upset, uh, and then I played a third Ravel Master, and he was darn right frustrated. And then I forgot what he played. Oh, he like. He tapped out, like, all his mana dorks and stuff like that, which is weird, to play a Genesis Hydra. And then off the Genesis Hydra, he did a Stormbreath Dragon, and then he attacked me for four with a Stormbreath Dragon. Even though he was dead on board, but since he decided not to scoop being dead on board, and I just wanted to make sure that he didn't have any zero mana spells that don't exist, I played a fourth Drapple Master. No... That had absolutely nothing to do with zero mana spells. That had everything to do with you wanting to take your opponent's face, slam it down into the pile of dog poo, and rub it significantly. He knows, sir, to draw. You get four Rabble Masters. <laughs> I would know, sir, to draw, too, because you're easy to beat. Wow. Did you say, after the game, did you say uh, you should have taken the draw? Uh, no, his, his girlfriend was there, and he's explaining the situation. And she was like, I thought you guys can draw. He's like, yeah, but I wanted the higher seed. Which is funny, 
because uh, there was no actual, like, seating didn't, no, seating, no seating seating. didn't matter in that. It was like, well, <laughs> so his girlfriend was happy. He's like, sweet, so we can leave now. Oh, jeez. So he, you, you dream-crushed him? You're a horrible human being. I mean, I suppose. And then we got there, and then uh, we were like, someone else, no, sir. I was just like, we can just like split all the packs, and I don't care who gets the buys. And then the only person in the top eight that wanted the buys, uh, no, sir, that. So then I crushed him. <laughs> and then when we reached uh, top four, they wanted to play it out for some reason. I don't know why. It was just like, it was late, and we just, like, it's for packs, but apparently packs mean infinite to some people, so. What a shock. Some people actually want to go to tournaments to play Magic. Imagine that. It, 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 like, we could just price split. I got, like, three extra packs for winning the entire thing. Okay. So you had to play Magic to win a tournament? Yes! Oh, you poor soul. Well, see, thank you for some... Travis, is your heart bleeding for him just like mine is? My heart bleeds for you, Will. See, I am glad that both of you sympathize with me. Thank you very much. It's actually his anus that is bleeding for you. Whoa, that is completely uncool. (laughs) But true. Uh, Okay, I don't know which one of you just posted a list of 20 islands, but it should never be played. So I just put a list in the in the chat and I'll put it in the show notes. If any of you remember GP Vancouver last year and a guy by the name of Paul Dunn who brought mono black aggro into the spotlight by uh going I think eight and one on day one and making a run into day two. That's his latest creation. Oh, there's nullifies in here? Because uh, I passed by face-to-face games today. Uh, one, because they had 10% off all standard cards, so naturally I need to pick up some cards for value. Uh, and they were playing, uh, well, standard tonight. Uh, they uh, There's one of the guys that I know that had four main deck nullifies in just high tempo. Yeah, apparently this is a thing somewhere. Well, it counters uh, whip, right, which is a really bad thing for that deck. I mean, I suppose, but... I don't know. Having played the deck, I just found that you never wanted to leave mana up. You just wanted to cast things. Well, I don't know, because the people here, there's a lot of people here playing it, which is why I'm playing uh, Sadisi Whip right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, they, they once they have a threat on the board, they always leave mana up, and then if you don't cast anything, they just end the turn burn you. Okay. Is that I, is that not the correct way to play the deck? I mean... Uh, I like I was playing it as an aggro burn deck because one that's what the deck aside for the four dig through time main deck uh, that's yeah. what the deck did but I just I don't know it your all your threats are basically threes so you don't yeah. really want to aside for secret way so you don't really want to be pulling mana for stuff except for burn spells which is what they do but if they if you have mana up for a burn spell but your opponent casts for example, Nylea's Disciple or Whip of Erebos, both of which are really bad for you. You don't burn, you just counter it. I mean, four main deck is probably a bit much, but I can definitely see it being worthwhile. Although, I don't know, I haven't played the deck itself. How hard is Double Blue? Uh, that was the other thing. It was, like, it's it's very much base uh, Boros. So, and especially having, like, I was talking to one of the guys... And there's even Sarkin. There's times that I just, like, I drew Sarkin. I just didn't want Sarkin. Because you got to three lands, and then it just kind of stopped. And, like, those three lands were probably coming to stick monastery, and then something like a Battlefield Fortune of Plains or a Battlefield Fortune of Mountain. Yeah. So, like, there, there's less blue sources than everything else, and it's just... Even know. with Dig in the deck, you have less blue sources? Because Dig is important, right? It is. Even with Dig in the deck, like there, there's less blue sources than there are white sources and red sources. Okay. I mean, really, so, really, like, it's a burn deck with some reach. That and, like, say, for example, Jeskai Charm is, like, the best, pretty much the best burn spell in the format for, for players. Well, I think Stoke is the best burn spell in period. Because it also goes to the face and hits creatures, right? Like, 
Although, Fated Conflagration is starting to be really, really good, man. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Well, see, and, like, the, the Jeskai Tempo deck can easily, like, the Triple Red is surprisingly, like, at least I found, but Triple Red, honestly, was easier to get than Double Blue. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if the Jeskai Tempo deck wants it. I know um, Red Green Monsters is running it. Because it, I mean, what what threats that pe- that are seeing play does that not kill? Uh, I can come up with one. Paul Lake Ancient. And nothing kills that. No, exactly. There has to be something. But, Doomweight Giant. Boom, nailed it. That's true. Yeah, it does not kill Doomweight Giant. Or Arbor Colossus. Bam, two for two. Wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It, but it kills every single planeswalker that sees play. Uh, with the possible exception of Liliana Vess, if she goes up. Mm, she starts at five? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. If you minus two, minus two, she's not one. True enough. Um, kills Sarkin, kills Elspeth, kills uh, Ajani, both of them. You know what kills it, Sarin. You know what it doesn't kill? Garak Apex Predator. I was going to say Whip of Erebos. This is true, but that's not a threat on its own. It's true. So, the deck that I spoke about on the last episode was a sort of red splashing blue burn deck, uh, running mostly conventional cards, but also running Spite of Mogus, which Will tried really hard not to wet himself when he heard. What? What do you mean? With laughter. hard not to wet himself all the time, Chris, what's your point? But, well, yeah, I suppose, yeah. You're, you're quite right, Travis. Incontinence is a daily battle. <laughs> it's okay, Will. We're here to support you. Mm-hmm. I ain't changing no diapers, though. Mm-hmm. Travis might. I mean, he's going to do it anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting good at it. What did you forget? You'd, you'd be amazing what you can get in four or five, forget in four or five years about babies. Uh, I mean, it's been 13 years since I had to change any, so or maybe 12. I don't know. I can't remember when Andrew stopped wearing them. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Bite of Mogus costs one red mana. It is a sorcery, which is the first problem with it. And it deals damage to target creature, not player. It would be broken if it hit cre- players as well. Uh, equal to the number of instants and sorceries in your graveyard. One thing I forgot to mention when I read the card last week, you also get to scry one, which is really relevant in this deck, it turns out. Uh, the card turned out to be absolutely insane for me. I, I was playing against people... Somebody was playing that blue-black mill deck with Phoenix and Wall of Frost and stuff. I killed multiple Walls of Frost... With, for one mana. So, it, it, I mean, there are times where you get it in your opening hand and it's not great, but even then, if you Magma Jet to Scry, and then you can hit something small, you can hit an Elf with it, you can often get take out a Rabble Master with it as well. What decks do you play against that have Wall of Frost? I just told you, the Phoenix Mill deck that was on SCG. <sighs> why is Mill... Like, why do they put Mill on cards? Can I ask... Can we start a petition to Wizards to, like, stop putting... If you want to print the Valley of Drown Yard or Altar of the Brood, that's fine. Those are weird cards. But stop putting Mill on stuff. Oh, jeez. Can I ask a uh, rules question? Sure. Yes. Spider Mogus, does it count itself? No. No, that's it's it's completely useless if you have no other answer. Unless it's the second Spider Mogus cast. It still doesn't count itself. It counts the first one. Right, but technically, I mean, aren't they all the same? No. So you're saying that twins are not the exact same person? That's uh, exactly what I'm saying. Travis, you have twins. Back me up here. He's wrong. Uh, He would agree with me, though. All twins are created evilly. Anyway. I mean, I think, yeah, both of mine twins have the evil streaks. I mean, they're both creepy as hell. Right. Okay. Did you see what yeah. I posted on Facebook today? Um, no. All right, so I, I shower before work every morning. I get out of the shower about 6.30 in the morning, and I shower in our basement bathroom. Oh, yes, 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 I saw this. So, basement was completely dark. I get out of the shower. I hear one of my daughters talking. So I open the bathroom door, and she's sitting in the floor at the bathroom door, staring into the full-length mirror we have beside the bathroom door, just chattering away. 
So I asked her if she was talking to herself, and she said, no, she was talking to her new best friend who lives in the mirror <laughs> in a dark room. So, yeah, I've, I've seen enough horror movies to know uh, this, this is not going to end well. I wish I had a friend who lives in the mirror. Yeah. It's, uh, it starts with the man in the mirror, Well, well played, Travis, I, well played. I'm asking him to change his ways. Uh, I miss Michael Jackson. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you, Chris. Don't get too high in my... There's no message that could have been any clearer. What? <laughs> if you want to make the world a better place. Take a look at yourself and make that change. na 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 Anyway, that, unfortunately, just happened. That was your sing-along with Horde of Notions at the end of the day. You're welcome. Let's, let's try and, so anyway, let's try and make day. it uh, events of the Millennium. Let me talk about this deck before we start going off into further tangents. Oh, is it tangent time? No, it is not tangent time. Oh, I like tangent time. Neither is it peanut butter jelly time. I don't like peanut butter jelly time. So it's tangent time? No. Then get right. your story. Okay. So we're playing um, Stoke, Anger, three main deck, main deck Chandra, four Dig Through Time, two Treasure Cruise. That might need to go up to three. Two Karanos, four Sarkin, or three Sarkin, I'm sorry. Four Lightning Strike, four Magma Jet, uh, three Faded Conflagration, two Spider Mogus, uh, Jace's Ingenuity, just one. I have a Prognostic Sphinx and two Mind Swipe. Also two Riddle of Lightning. Riddle of Lightning is really good when you hit Dig Through Time. It's also really good when you hit Emrakul. Well, yeah, but obviously not legal in standard. I found... The deck, it, it either has incredibly controlling games where the opponent never stands a chance, or it has games where it just gets too far behind too quickly and it can't recover. Like most decks, it struggles with triple C Drino draws, because apparently they come in none, you either get none of them or you get three of them. Uh, the GPT, the round that I lost, all three games, the dude went, Sylvan carried it on turn two and turn three C Drino. Yeah. The two games that I lost, he then had another C trying to back it up. I was like, how how does this work? And then he had Wingmate Rocks as well. I was like, yeah, this is this is not fair. The sideboard plan for the deck brings in uh, Ash Cloud Phoenix and Counter Spells, so I can go a little bit more controlling and abandon the burn plan if I have to. I also have uh, a couple of things like Art Lightning in there for the Mono Red matchup, because that deck is fun to play against. I feel like that's sarcasm. It might be a little bit of suck. Yeah, playing against one outside deck is not enjoyable. I mean, it's not even like you can just cast something that deals one damage to all creatures, because Monastery Swift Spear survives. Well, that's why you just start every deck you build with four Nyx Fleece Ram. I mean, trust me, I'm really tempted to show up this week with four Nyx Fleece Ram and four Johnny Pride Mate. Be like, what? What you gonna do now? Yeah, really. But, I mean, the deck I'm playing should beat red. I have eight two-mana removal spells, plus three one-mana ones, plus Anger of the Gods, three more of them. It shouldn't be a problem. You just need to do, like, uh, there's a local store uh, nearby that I'd say every single standard tournament, 80% of the field is either on Monored Burn or has four main deck Nyx Lease Rams. That sounds positively miserable. It is. It's the worst. I showed up for a win a box and I didn't understand. What did you did you win the box? Uh we split the top four. So no? They wanted to split and I was like, sweet, I don't want to play against more red burn decks. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, Travis, but to me that sounds an awful lot like he was terrified. I think so too. Me, I'm always terrified. What are you talking about? I'm game day champion. Biatches. I ain't terrified of no ones. Well, you saw the only match I lost was to that stupid mono red deck. Anyway, so this blue red deck... always take the split or draw a blonde and Chris. Yeah, that's true. Wait, what did he say? You will always take the split or draw a blonde and. Oh. The, uh, another reason why it's good to always take the split when I'm involved is that that way it means you don't have to play magic against me or be in my company any longer. Well, that's a definite bonus. Yeah, see, so taking the split, obviously, plus... Anyway, this red-blue deck, if you want to play it, uh, I had divinations in the first build, completely unnecessary. 
uh, you're drawing enough cards as it is. Also, there's a ridiculous amount of scry in the deck with the jets, the conflagrations, the temples, the spite of Mogus. You really don't need uh, any more like hardcore card draw that does nothing. You could easily cut the divinations for mind swipes, which is what I'm planning to do. That's why I said there's mind swipe in the deck. I don't know if that card is good though. I haven't had a chance to test it. Have you played it, anybody? I haven't. Uh, so actually, I've I played against it in a very mm-hmm. interesting deck. Uh, <laughs> at, the, at the same GPT, my opponent played a bunch of Ruglands, so mm-hmm. Rugged Highlands, Bivouac, stuff like that. Bivouac. And then on <laughs> turn five... Not a pet. Uh, no. But close. On turn five... <laughs> With a bunch of rug lines in play, uh, and me having two Goblin Rival Masters, uh, he goes and plays an Urborg and ships the turn. Okay. To which I was entirely confused. Uh, so then I attacked him down to two life with all my Rival Masters and tokens. And then I played Lightning Strike on him uh, that he... Mind swiped. Right. And then I cast another lightning strike and he's dead. But I did have mind swipe cast against me. I wish the guy cast it for the win in a game um, on Monday night. Did he play Urborg in a rug deck? <laughs> uh, I'm actually thinking you be mine have. Because that was very surprising. Also, funny, the, that wasn't my favorite play from that opponent. In game two, uh, he is at four life and has a morph in play. And I have a Sarkin. So, well, I just attacked him four, and I passed the turn. So on his turn, he attacks with his... He, he unmorphs, which is a Sagumala. That's problematic. And then, I have no cards in hand. He attacks with his Sagumala. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at 24 life. He's like, attack with Sagumar. So he's like, okay, I'll go to 18. My turn? And he's like, yes. Okay. Plus, Sarkin and kill him. To which afterwards, his his friend was like, well, didn't you want to attack Sarkin because you were just dead to it? And he's like, oh, well, I mean, I just attacked, and he said that I took six, he took six damage, so, you know, I just let it go. (laughs) I was like, thanks. I appreciate the win. So what you're saying is you can't win unless your opponent's bad. Or asleep. Uh, better better lucky than good guys. Better lucky okay. than good. I'm really looking forward to the time where I actually get to play well in the sanctioned tournament. That needs to be filmed. Well, considering... <laughs> it that needs to be a 30 for 30 episode. Considering that every time I've played uh, Sanctioned Magic, with you being in the same tournament, I've gone undefeated. I, it's, you know, probably and very fantastically for me. You should play more cheekies. Uh, people would pay my airfare, I would. Okay, that is unrealistic. I know. Oh, <laughs> speaking of GPs, Travis, are you going to have minions at GP New Jersey? Um, I don't know. Maybe. I have a bunch of stuff that... I really wanted to go to GP Nashville, but I'm just not going to be able to. You could probably drop down and say hi to people. But that's you know what I can't do the travel. Oh, man. You know what would be fantastic at GP Nashville? The Horde of Notion team? The three of us playing on the same Magic team? Uh, who would be in the B seat in the middle? Well, let me put it this way. I don't live in a frozen Arctic wasteland, so I'm not good at skiing. I'm sure one of you two could... Handle that. What's skiing? Um, Chris is British. They don't have snow. I'm a bit confused. I think that might have been a magical Christmas land reference that wasn't quite as well engineered as mine. Well, it, it was a very dirty reference. Okay, let's leave it at that then. Uh, kind of awkward. Let's talk about pixie sticks <laughs> because that's way more fun. No, what? Ornosh is being awkward? Chris, I clearly don't think you know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, Have you ever heard of the modern deck that has been named Pixie Sticks? No. Maybe? Okay. I may may have heard of the deck by a different name. What does it do? 
So the deck runs on a similar principle to 8-rack. Oh, wow, but this is terrible. Go on. The problem with 8-rack is you never beat Pod, and you can never beat the top of their deck, right? Mm-hmm. So the deck runs 4 Inquisition, 4 Thoughtsies. Okay. But it supplements that by being able to beat the top of their deck. How does it do that? Ravenous Rats and Aether Vial. With some way to no. bounce Ravenous Rats. Lantern of Insight, Ghoulcaller's Bell, Codex Shredder, and Pixis of Pandemonium. That sounds absolutely... That, mm, I don't understand how that beats the top of their deck. Don't they still draw a card? Well, yes, but Lantern of Insight lets you see what they're going to draw. Sure. And then if you don't like it, you mill it with one of your one casting cost artifacts. So you're completely controlling what they draw. Is it splash blue for Trinket Mage to make sure you hit those one casting cost artifacts? Um, I believe it does run Trinket Mage. It runs a Tezzeret as well as the Wincon, a single Tezzeret and two... Uh, a single Tezzeret, one Altar of the Brood, maybe two, and a, two guys left. Are we supposed to be encouraging people to have fun playing Magic? This doesn't sound like fun. Oh, it's great fun for the person playing the deck. I don't think so. The opponent... <laughs> It also runs Ensnaring Bridge so that you're never getting attacked. Uh, the, it loses automatically to Leyline of Sanctity, so you have to be really careful with that. But the deck is hilarious. I've seen it played. I'm confused. Uh, it's not an actual modern deck. Modern has blue-white-red control, blue-red Delver, Pod, and uh, the combo deck is going to get banned, so some kind of like black-green uh, deck. Black-green, yeah. Speaking of which, we were playing uh, hypothetical scenarios that are never going to happen the other day. So, this... You, you're going to stop playing jump? Uh, I already did that. But no. Uh, so what if they were to ban, or unban, every single card in Modern that's banned, and then ban every single card in Modern that isn't banned? You couldn't play because that means they'd be banning basic lands. Anyway, forgetting ridiculous scenarios... Uh, you can obviously have basic lands, but you could play, like a deck with Jace and Bloodraid Elf and Ancestral Visions and Desperate Shaman. I think yes, yes, you could. that would be far more enjoyable than playing Modern currently. Ignoring your nonsense, let's just say I'm going to be trying to build Pixie Sticks. It does need Infernal Tutors, which are pretty hard to find around here. And uh, it ne I need to pick up an extra Mox Opal, which are not cheap. But I will be trying it. Mox Opals are nowhere near cheap. How much are Mox Opals? Fifty, I think. What? That is holy moly. They're actually sixty-five. Okay, my bad. Insanity. Even worse. So, try that. Enjoy that. Have fun with that. We're gonna cut this show short uh, because it's late. Because Will was busy in the hospital. Unfortunately, they weren't able to transplant a personality. Whoa! I have a terrible personality. Thank you very much. So we will move on to. And a moment of geekery. Will go. Uh, so we'll post a link in the show notes. But someone uh, set the Avengers trailer to "My Heart Will Go On" by Celine Dion. Yes. Yes, and I will never listen to it. What? Why? That's fantastic. Celine Dion is awesome. See, Travis loves Celine Dion. No, the only thing worse than Celine Dion is Celine Dion singing "Amazing Grace." So she's like one of the best things to ever come out of Canada. Well, that's not. Yes, true. I think. No, she's. <laughs> we kicked her out of Canada. We don't want her back. Please keep yeah, her. Yeah, keep Justin Bieber, too. Yes. Never yeah. send him back. So that's my wrong, uh, random moment of geekery. It combines the Avengers trailer, which I'm excited for because James Spader is in it, and James Spader is a bad guy. It's just fantastic. James Spader is a good guy. It's fantastic. James Spader is pretty good all around. Uh, and then the ridiculousness of it having, supposing that, to My Heart Will Go On. Which I just started watching The Blacklist, Will. Is it worth it? Racism. I've never seen it. Halfway decent. But he's just like, he's very good at hamming things up, so I like that. Okay. Travis, your moment of geekery? My moment of geekery is a baby sloth giving you an inspirational moment. <laughs> That sentence just sounds incredibly, incredibly wrong. Take a look. I am looking at it. I mean, don't you just want to go out and tackle the world after seeing that? 
I, I, I believe in that. Yes, that's that's definitely um, that's definitely something. I think the guy underneath uh, that pit, or that like the net, the post underneath, uh, the dude that's two face is much better. Mm. Okay, sure. Fine, fine. And no random moment of geekery is as good as yours. Let's hear yours, Lansdale. Oh, mine isn't that good. I'm, I'm just not entirely sure what the hell this sloth is doing. Uh, I, I've been finding stuff on YouTube at random, and inspired by last week's RKO's out of nowhere, I was just randomly clicking on links, and I stumbled across my drunk kitchen. I don't know if any of you out there have ever watched this, but that chick is hilarious. And it's really just as simple as it sounds. She gets drunk and tries to cook. This is on a cooking network? No, this is on YouTube. Just my drunk kitchen. And she just cooks random stuff while drinking copious amounts of wine and getting progressively less sober. And she's really funny. She's also gorgeous. So watch it. Okay. And I will put the link in the show note things that we totally are using. Yes. You should also post <laughs> this tweet by Owen Turdenwald. Which one is that? The one where he writes, I suppose this makes my win in the finals of GPDC even more impressive. <laughs> there have been some interesting tweets today. Some guy put up, I guess, Jared Betcher weighs the same as a duck. Yep. I, 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 by some guy, I mean me. I um, it was you. Owen also put up, confess your sins in detail, publicly <laughs> apologize, donate your ill-gotten winnings, your sentence will probably be reduced. <laughs> He can be unintentionally funny when he tries. Who? Owen. Oh, I don't think he was unintentionally being funny. Well, no, if he wasn't, then he would be intentionally being funny. Oh, for Christ. That's why I said man. unintentionally being funny. Just, just, stop, just stop talking. Stop. Just, just stop talking. Fine. Be that way. All right, so on that note, let's wrap this baby up. So, for Will and for Travis, this is Chris saying join us again next time for another exciting episode of Horde of Notion.